0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K. staff,
1: management, or sponsors. time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WYLK.
2: Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are
1: you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm very happy that this is uh, a lovely day. And I know it's... Uh, We'll be listening to this on Saturday, and I don't know that it will be so lovely. Why? Isn't that well, supposed to be? Well, because the weather's supposed to get much colder. So, this is beautiful. Just okay. a beautiful
2: fall day. It is. It's gorgeous. It's it's summer like. So that's well, it still is summer until no, summer? it's no, it's fall now. It was yesterday. It turned. Well, yesterday you mean, you turned you mean to fall. Thursday. Yeah. Well, the Thursday. turned No, Wednesday. We're okay. taping Thursday. Taped. Yeah okay so so it's officially fall it's officially okay all right okay um yes just catching you up on
1: this you know what i mean (laughs) okay i knew it was around now but anyway um we did some cruising around last week didn't we we did various places yeah um i was at uh, a wonderful place that i've never been to before that you've spoken of you've been there several times and it was it's called Cusimano's in old forge And I just wanted to say a shout out, a hi to the people who own it and run it because it was really an absolutely wonderful dinner. And uh, it it couldn't have been better. It was just fabulous from beginning to end. So anybody who's interested in getting a really great Italian meal, go to Cusimano's, it was great. Yeah, they're good, they're good people and it's
2: a good place, really good place. And then we went to- Last night, you mean? um yeah we went to mansours for dine lackawanna mm-hmm. and we had a wonderful wonderful dinner and a mm-hmm. wonderful group of people as mm-hmm. always we do this once a month after our board meeting we go to see um or we go to a restaurant and bring as many people as we can and last night was mansours which is owned by carolyn baldy and uh catalano and mike catalano mm-hmm. and um two of our dear friends and um and we had a, a great time it was, don't forget and it. we saw little olivia baby olivia catalano who was so cute Just i was telling adorable. diane who will be on with us later um how she was she let me pick her up three times lynn right mm-hmm. she was grabbing my pearls and wanting them so and when you tried to put her down she, she wanted back up that's right what i said it was funny mm-hmm. usually she runs but she didn't. So we'd like to give a big shout-out to our dear friends. And we say this all the time. Patrick loves Mansour's, loves yes, the breakfast. They're open for breakfast and lunch. And the, every sun, the last Sunday of every month, they have a dinner on a Sunday evening where there's three meals that you can pick from. You must make a reservation so they make sure they have everything available for you. But it's beautiful, white linens and candlelight, and it's a little bit of a different theme in there because they're so. you're always there for lunch and dinner or lunch mm-hmm. and breakfast that then this makes it a little bit special. So they do that on Sunday nights, the last Sunday of every month. So give them a call, stop in, let Carolyn say hi to Carolyn when you go in and tell her that you heard it here. If you don't, haven't gone, you got to get there because it's wonderful. <laughs> the atmosphere is great, and we love it there. Mm-hmm. And um, also last week, we celebrated your birthday at Basil. We did. And we had a nice night there. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. And um and that was crowded too
1: yeah it was was crowded and And what we we talked about the fact that we like to make sure that women especially um that they acknowledge their uh um, their age yeah we said that and last week yes. remember i said
2: i went on a so rant i told everyone i ranted i don't care because you know i say this i mean it's not that you need to come i don't believe people need to you need to tell people how old you are just for but if somebody's asking or don't be afraid of saying yeah. how old you are to me when you see so many people especially when we're talking later with diane about hospice of the sacred heart and what they do for a living i say all oh, for god's sake be proud of where you're where you're at and that you're on this side of the grass that's the beauty of it. remember right. that i mean right. there are people who wish they could be say they're 90 years old just mm-hmm. be happy with it that's all i wasn't you know yes I, I was i was ranting you so. were ranting Too but bad. it was it was Too a bad. good rant that's right
1: that's all yeah is. because uh i i say, i think i said last week or if i hadn't i spoke to you about it off the air that i have some friends who uh don't even want to acknowledge their birthday they I don't know, want to I celebrate. They don't want to even say how old they are. And I said, oh, why? Yeah. This is one day of the year that's your, year, the your day. day. Come on, let's celebrate. Do some fun things. Uh, <sighs> oh, well, who knows? Apparently they have issues. Vain, I... vanity. Just get over it. Yeah. all right so we, we also want to do a shout out to my buddy uh joseph x garvey um who i was in the company of yesterday well that would be wednesday um there was a a, a national program that was offered by the salvation army on charitable giving and estate planning and of course they smartly offer continuing education credits yeah that's great So. Joe and I were both there for that reason to make sure that we uh, we got our five continuing education credits so um, just wanted to say hi let everybody know we were there it's a wonderful facility I was never inside of it it's really really
2: nice and joe also is going to be doing some work now too which we're in the process of um getting his picture for some pr but he's he's uh, going to be working at michael a barbetti mm-hmm. uh, which is an accounting firm in dunmore and he's is a part-time he's doing like sort of because he has work. a lot of other stuff yes yeah, yeah. so he's going to be there which is good because we love joe and we love michael a barbetti so that's always good then we have a big birthday uh, wish to mr john peterson as we were there having birthday cake and a gluten-free for me cupcake last night <laughs> at the home of john and deb peterson and clark summit right after we went to dine lackawanna we mm-hmm. went up and we had to say to um our waitress sorry we can't have dessert we're going for dessert right <laughs> yes. but we had good time up at john up with deb and john and happy birthday my dear friend john peterson so if you see him tell him happy birthday his birthday was the 20th just a five days after lynn's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also a couple things um i happen to be you know where i was on tuesday after tuesday all day
0: at the governor's
2: mansion at the governor's mansion in harrisburg spending some time on the way down with miss donna barbetti and Marilyn vitale flynn and jessica rothschild we were on our way down um because um jessica and donna and evie and Lori Nacido are on the state commission for women mm-hmm. appointed by the governor and they had um donna and evie thought it would be a nice idea to bring um some members of the local, the county commission. So uh, Marilyn and I went, and we had a lovely time. Uh, very nice. And then a lovely, nice little lunch and met a lot of people from around the state, a lot of women, and it was very, very nice day. So um, we didn't see the gov. But that mansion is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Uh, so it was a neat day, beautiful weather, and Mike drove us, which was great. And um, we just had not mike barbetti but mike I, I didn't know say. mike's last name <laughs> but he drove us down and we just we had a great day so yay for that and then of course last saturday uh, was race for the cure yeah. and brenda Bistoke chaired um which she's done for the last couple of years the survivor breakfast which is in, near the water fountain across from northern lights on the grounds of the uh, courthouse and we host All of the, any survivor who's there in the race or wants to come down to have a nice little breakfast and sit down and relax and, you know, be taken care of a little bit by us um, and honoring those women who have um, been through cancer breast cancer and are on the other side and uh it's amazing these women and they come with smiles and and pride and what they've been through and where they are and how many years they're cancer free or some people just you know they just going through it and they're so filled with hope and empowerment so um you know we we think of all those ladies that race is a wonderful thing and um just the camaraderie and everything that goes along with that day is, uh, and the pink is just my favorite color. It's just a, a wonderful wonderful morning. So that was yesterday, last Saturday and Brenda did a wonderful job uh, sharing that again. So we had we had a lot of help and it was great. So I think those are all my things. Later on we're going to talk. I actually was telling Johnny today that i was down the street on a radio show this morning Mm -hmm. that's what i heard yeah we were were, Diane Baldy and I were on um, with Brian Hughes at Magic 93. Mm -hmm. So we were promoting the walk which we're going to be doing here today the hospice remembrance walk hospice of the Sacred Heart. Brian was great. I was running late because the traffic uh, which don't say go figure either but literally I left my home at 20 after 9 this morning to get to um, Bear Creek which should be a 20 minute drive. Of course the the construction Bear Creek Bear Creek exit off of the 81. To go to hospice and to magic 93. oh okay
1: yes I know we're so going.
2: the traffic was at a dead stop and something happened i was on the phone someone else called me and then a third call came and my call my phone literally got jammed so i could not eat from my bluetooth on my phone i could get it on my phone but the screen of my bluetooth on my in my car it would not erase the last person and i was going crazy so i thought oh god i just have to turn my car off but i was just <laughs> sitting there anyway because it was dead. so i turned the car off yeah. and then plugged it back in and then it was doing making all these weeping yesterday they were making it was making real loud noises i don't know what the situation seems to be okay now but i've had to turn it on and off about three times since then so i don't know if something's going on with i did drop it the other day maybe i don't know oh, well, but yeah. nonetheless it 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 um we so I got there a little bit late so I called Diane called me and I called her right back and I said I'll be right there but I'll call Brian and tell him it's it's not live so it's taped we should be fine but I'll be right there so I called him and the girl said oh we were just he's right here so Brian gets on he said we were just talking about you I said I'm so sorry Brian I said we're uh, Diane's already there I'm I'm in traffic and it seems to be clearing up now I'm going you know south on 81 and right at the Bear Creek Wilkesburg split it's opening up but there's still dri-. he goes do you um, uh, Christy's on vacation do you want it to do our traffic for us today you sound like a traffic reporter I said there you go so I said are you offering you me a are. job he said sure so okay. I, when I called Diane I said just saying so you know, I got offered a job to do <laughs> and anyway so then we went on so he is a wonderful guy yeah and we had a lot of fun with him. He has a great voice, and he did a really good job for the walk. So that'll be on, on tomorrow, which would be Sunday morning. I'm not sure exactly what time. Is it 11? I think. I don't know. But anyway, um, so thank you to Magic 93 for helping us with that. And then there's something else going on this weekend, coming weekend, not this the no. jazz fest. Oh, yeah. Well, this, yes. Tomorrow night, w- which will be Sunday, mm-hmm. the 20. No, what's the 25th, September 25th at 630 at the Scranton Cultural Center is the Jump, Jive, and Jazz event, uh, which will be the Upper Valley Winds. Mr. Pat Marcinko um, III will be conducting, but it was his dad, Pat Jr., who it was his... uh, Um, whole orchestra and what they were doing and pat was supposed to be there but god bless him as we said he had passed away a couple about a month and a half ago and so pat the june the third is taking over for him and putting this performance on so they're having four performances as well as the big band and it's going to be a great night so all jazz music at the cultural center um, just GA, come in, pay uh, the bar, and there'll be some food for purchase. So it, they did it a couple months ago with the Blues Night, and it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. So we expect the same kind at of what thing what sitting in the ballroom kind of cafe uh, um cabaret style and the mm-hmm. band it was it was great so it starts at six thirty. so if you're ha- free on sunday night come on down to the scranton cultural center there's stuff in the paper today um yours truly not me but your boyfriend i should say Myers, Mr. and Meyer? nice picture okay and so along with deb and pat marcinko the third and maria santamaro who's putting this all together at the cultural center so uh come and visit Okay. So we're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show.
1: Here's Laurie and Lynn.
2: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden. I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a PR, fundraising PR and special event business. Available
1: Available on on Amazon. uh, Amazon. (laughs) Amazon.com. Go ahead. She had to get that in. My name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women. Available
2: on Amazon.com. Thank you. Dot com.
1: Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. So.
2: So um, we're talking about.
1: Um, women, younger women, and developing an entrepreneurial spirit because that's one of the things that we somehow miss. And I was talking to a woman the other day uh, who I interviewed for my podcast called Power of the Purse. And it's... um, on. No, it's not on it. (laughs) I'm just teasing. It's on iTunes. And this woman uh, was telling me that she is... Um, an entrepreneur who started a business that I just love it. I think it's a really neat niche that she's in. But she had been an executive assistant to the President of Williams and Sonoma, and she had really learned how to make that all work. She did just about everything and anything for this her boss who happened to be a woman. And so she started a business of her own where what she does is teach um, People at the level of uh, CEO in most of the major corporations, how to hire an assistant, executive assistant, how to work with that executive assistant, and vice versa. She hires and trains executive assistants to fill slots. Wow. So it's a really important thing. And and so when I was talking to her doing this interview, um, I said to her, where did this entrepreneurial spirit come from and she started reciting all the things that she had done as as a young girl and the first thing she said was that she was a paper girl oh boy! and i thought that's a rarity because there aren't that many young women who want to do first of all it's hard to carry all that stuff but for the most part every time i see if i'm up that early god forbid but if i am you are never i am i am very seldom um i know that the The so-called paper boy is an adult man who drives around in his car. So he opens the window, he has all the folded paper sitting next to him, and he throws it up on the porch. Uh So, this idea of having to carry all this stuff and the heaviness of it, it just doesn't exist anymore. So, I was still shocked to hear that this woman was a paper girl. She said, Oh, yeah, she said, I did it for years. And I loved it. I learned exactly what I needed to learn about how to run my own business. Then she went on to do some other things and some other things. And then I was thinking about the ad that's currently on television it's i think a geico ad that they th- they show the picture of people walking on the sidewalk and they say iced tea and they say no lemonade lemonade okay next person comes by iced tea no lemonade now they finally turn the camera around to the lemonade stand and sitting behind it in a chair on the lounge on the lawn is iced tea the guy who's the oh, rapper oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah 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 <laughs> But the point was, the kids are doing the lemonade thing, you know, and I just think that's another way that a lot of kids learn entrepreneurial. Behavior when they do things like that. Mm-hmm. So this person wrote an article: four ways that parents can foster an entrepreneurial spirit in their daughters. Well, just so you know,
2: Barbara, my sister Barbara Cadden was a paper girl. Was she? My brothers got both of my brothers were, and my sister was right where I think was the same route that your your my brother, brother had? the handsome paper boy, um, for us years ago had. Yes. So, but Barbara actually did it, and that's how Barbara knew that like all three of my siblings knew the people across the street on in the 800 and north main because they took care of you know with the mm-hmm. paper of course i never was nor no, did i, I want know. to but it, still they they knew all these people and i was like who are these people because <laughs> they knew them from the, the route but well, it wasn't a huge route back then no it was very, very they're not like they are now very concentrated yeah. and obviously young kids used to do it more now more adult people are doing it so it's it's easier but anyway and the other thing is too
1: usually when when we were kids um you were right there on your block yeah that's but where this, i think it was within a block or two who does my paper No forge
2: i know so it's he doesn't even well, i think he doesn't know don't want to do it so they have to well, give them it more you know
1: but anyway but whatever route you've got you've got mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't know what i look like he's never seen me he doesn't know anything yeah. about me yeah but anyway the four ways the parents can foster an entrepreneurial spirit in their daughters when i was reading this i thought that i never knew this number one set the example long before melinda gates became half of the bill and melinda gates powerhouse couple she was melinda french one of four children growing up in a solidly middle-class family in dallas Education was key in the French household, and her parents, Ray and Elaine, were determined that all four children, sons and daughters, would attend college. So Ray set up an entrepreneurship project on the side, operating rental properties, but it wasn't just Ray and Elaine doing the work every weekend. The kids pitched in, too, on all aspects of the venture. They cleaned, they mowed grass, and they learned all about the financial end of the business, too. We would help him run the business and keep the books, Melinda told Fortune in 2008. We saw money coming in and money going out. That fundamental equality, that requirement that all children participate in all aspects of the business, laid the foundation for Gates as she went on to college at Duke and then eventually when she herself became a parent. As her first daughter got older, Gates told Fortune she realized it was her turn to set the example. So Melinda ramped up her involvement in the couple's philanthropic foundation. I really wanted her to have a voice, whatever she chooses to do, she said of her daughter. I need a role model. I need to role model that for her. Number two, break the mold. Not every entrepreneur, surprisingly, is a natural at forging her own path, but that willingness to try to adapt and to be persistent, can be nurtured in our daughters. And I don't know how I pronounce this woman's name, even though I've seen it a gazillion times. When Indira Nuyi, I think is how you pronounce her name. She's the current um, CEO of Pepsi. Mm -hmm. When she was a child in Madras, India, there was a well-defined conservative stereotype, she told this guy of Harvard. Even, but even with the boundaries of not embarrassing her parents, Noyi stretched her wings and her parents permitted it, which reminds me a lot of Sunita. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Everything I did was breaking the framework of 50s and 60s Indian society. She told um, Harvard Business Review, I played in a rock band. (laughs) I climbed trees. I did stuff that made my parents wonder, what the hell is she doing? (laughs) But they didn't hinder her exploration. And in the process, she learned that she could not only hold her own, she could thrive. And as we said, as president and CFO of Pepsi, she continues that idiosyncratic exploration. She watches replays of Chicago Bulls games to study teamwork. She studied design at the late Steve Jobs of Apple. She told FastCompany.com and adapted those lessons to PepsiCo products. She gives permission to know expects those under her to find ways to adapt Pepsi products to localized market. And that leads us to number three, don't hide your light. Mm -hmm. encourage your daughter to develop her unique point of view we often tell our daughters to be yourself for years that often wasn't possible and was not possible in the business world but companies and certainly marketers are finally discovering the benefit of listening to what half the world's population has to say so tell your daughter if you have an idea share it if you have a suggestion speak up if someone disagrees and you still feel your idea, uh, your idea has merit, don't abandon it. Pepsi's Nui has many stories of the ways being a woman and a business executive whose roots were outside of America has given Pepsi an edge. She has a sense of how some products and changes will be perceived outside the American framework. If she were trying to fit into the traditional American businessman mold, she'd lose what makes her unique and she'd lose much of her influence. And then number four, it's okay to fail. What do we need to teach young girls about that. A dozen rejections for her first book, unemployment, divorce, a family member's death, welfare. The early 1900s were not kind to J.K. Rowling. Mm. Now, of course, she's known as the mother of the Harry Potter universe. Her wealth has been compared to the Queen of England's. But in interviews, Rowling well remembers what it was like to be labeled a failure when measured against what society calls success our kids often feel pressure to be perfect they don't want to disappoint us or fall out with friends or be unpopular at school so they stick with what they know they may find it difficult to take chances it's hard as parents to watch our daughters fail at something we want to step in and smooth the path for them but failure rowling says can be freeing if you're self-motivated it can clear life's clutter and force you to focus on what you really want to do She even titled her commencement address to Harvard's class of 2008, The Fringe Benefits of Failure and the Importance of Imagination. Rock bottom, she said, became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life.
2: Yeah, neat. Failure is a hard thing. I think it's hard for anybody, man or woman. Uh, Women, I think, maybe take it, maybe because we are women, we don't. No, I, 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 I hate it. I, I, think, I don't think anybody likes it. Yeah, but it's it's just, I mean, you do what you have to do, but it's really... Well, everybody it's,
1: always says you have to learn from the failures. So and I guess s- failure could be described back. by and take a look at it what what could i have done differently what worked what didn't work Mm -hmm.
2: and then learn the lesson and move on well i always say that i mean you know when you think about the changes you make and the things you think you're going to do and you don't do like for instance me going to nursing school and leaving after seven months i mean to me that was not a failure in the eyes of my parents it it seemed as though that it was to them because I I didn't complete what I started. Mm -hmm. And me, I just couldn't wait to get the heck out of there. So Mm -hmm. I, and today I proudly love that i it makes me a better person i feel do you know you, you when you do those things and you you get through it it's always a better a way to look at things but that's what they're talking about when you take a risk
1: that was a big risk for you to do that to, to leave say, yeah oh
2: yeah it was a big because risk because, because my my parents. mother oh, and i knew they would be hugely disappointed in right. me and it was not easy moving back into my mother's and father's house after that right they were really 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 mad at me in their own way disappointed i guess is yes. the word and um Mm -hmm. it it it, i know they were and i and no different than i would probably feel about one of my boys if they said i'm you know i'm moving back and that's how it is yeah i would because you're thinking of them in their life you know and as a parent you think oh god but i i don't know i just think that those things you, you just when after it's all beyond you it doesn't really matter no, because the thing is,
1: it always somehow seems to turn out
2: okay. The way you, you, the old line, you're does, where you're supposed to be, right? I mean, that's yeah. just how it how it works. Yep. But it's it's it is true. I mean, that's not wanting that to fail is is a is a I mean, no one wants to. No. But when you do, you, you know, things always get better. I have a friend who always said that every time
1: you fail, when you do, you learn something from it. That's part of life's tuition.
2: Yeah. It's part of the process. Yeah, it is. It I mean, truly really, is. it truly is. Yep. But it's. Um, but women do. Yeah, women. I think it, it is hard for that because young women, especially now, seem to. They're just so motivated. You know that and programmed to do what they're doing. So it's I just think it's
1: great when I when I find young women who are starting a business. I just it just makes my heart sing. I oh, know. I just great. love it because. But I it think is true what you said.
2: There are people who they they just don't have that drive that spirit and that has to be honored and cherished too just like you said choosing people to be your administrative or executive assistant those are people who want to be in that position right. and there's need for all of that yep, so I'll absolutely. be good be happy with all of it so anyway we'll be right back you're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn show and we're back with Miss Diane Baldy
1: here's Laurie and Lynn
2: Good morning. Good morning.
1: My name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee only financial planning firm at Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse Fear Free Finances for
2: Baby Boomer Women. Available on Amazon.com, Ta-da. com, and I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And joining us today is the lovely Miss Diane Baldy, who is the CEO of Hospice of the Sacred Heart. We are having a big walk, a remembrance walk, next Saturday, the October first starting at 8.30 in the morning at McDade Park. It's the first ever and through the process, it's really funny because Diane said she wanted the T-shirts this year to say the first Remembrance Walk and then on the bottom and the last. <laughs> oh, because, kidding. It's no. a joke because it's growing pains. It's all the things, yeah. and we laugh about it all the time. I told her yesterday, Diane, that actually is printed on the T-shirts. <laughs> but it's um, a big deal, um, and we're very, very pleased where we're, where we're at. Yeah, you've seen the advertising all over. We've got great sponsorship. Everybody seems to be thrilled with it And we're going to talk a little bit about A lot of bit About what the day is going to consist of Because we like to say This is not your ordinary walk And it's not So we're going to talk a lot about that But Diane, what do you think?
3: Well, it's, you know, you talk about growing pains. It was, you know, a little thought that we had over breakfast one morning, I believe, with uh, you and myself, Laurie, Mm -hmm. and I thought it'd be nice to get it out because we've been now um, taking care of patients for 14 years, and in those 14 years, we've cared for over 10,000 patients. And wow. that to me is an amazing number. I still pinch myself when I hear that number. So once a, year, twice a year, I apologize, uh, we have memorial services. Mm-hmm. But you still, those are only as patient's families for the past year. So we've cared for patients 13 and 14 years ago that we would love to reconnect. And then also for our, ourselves, to remember those patients we cared for, you know, in 2003 and 2004. So uh, we had the idea of a walk. And then it's funny how things took mm-hmm. place. You know, it was, to me, it is an education. You know, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, um, it's been a wild education, and it's, they are growing pains. And we've never done anything like this before. And at first blush, we thought, oh, you know, it, we can do this. And then as it grew into this enormous event, um, and we still just can't even believe it, to date, we've had 225 people pre-registered mm-hmm. to attend, which is beyond my wildest expectations. As Laurie talked earlier about, you know, all the events, it's not a walk race it's not a 5k it's really nothing like that at all it's a very leisurely but most importantly for for all of us a peaceful walk that we walk a mile around mcday park which is spectacular in itself and has, gives us an opportunity to reconnect with our patients families to remember them in a special way and for our staff we've all also had losses in those past 13 and 14 years that we get to remember that special person whom we've lost by, um, we were having a prayer service to start with the very wonderful Bishop Timlin, who uh, is a tremendous friend to hospice of the Sacred Heart. Um, actually, when I called him to ask him about doing this, I said, Bishop, I, I need a favor. He said, okay, anything. So I said, don't answer so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you <I> can <laughs> tell <laughs> you what time it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an early bird, I unlike know. you. The priests are always, um, yeah. Yeah, he's an early bird. So Bishop Timlin will be doing um, uh, a wonderful uh, little prayer service and a welcome um, by some of the people who work at the hospice, and then when I think one of the most spiritual things outside of the peaceful walk itself will be a, a balloon release, that everybody can remember that special person or persons in their lives whom they've lost, and I think it'll be absolutely terrific. Now, we're all worried about the weather, as you can imagine. Anybody mm-hmm. who has mm-hmm. these events always worries, so we're hoping, you know, we're preparing.
2: And, and, of course, Diane asked Brian Hughes today. She said, would you please make sure we have good weather? And I think she needs to call the bishop and back yeah. and ask him for that. But Yeah. I Higher always, authority. What I love about this walk, and we say it's a walk. Diane and I, way back in early summer, she drove the... Um, it was the, the golf cart. The, the golf yeah. cart around, and some guy jumped on the back and measured t- 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 so we could go around. I was in the, <laughs> the passenger side. You should have had a camera. Right. It yeah. was, we have a picture. You sent it, I remember? It's it, yeah. hysterical. And okay. Anyway, they measured the loop around over near the pond, which is so pretty at McDade Park. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a, it's about a mile. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is, of course, we have breakfast and lunch included with your mm-hmm. price. The, the tickets now are $30 because you missed it. It was up until the 14th of September for 20 Twenty-five dollars early bird and from now on and day of it's 30 dollars per person and you have a breakfast and a lunch um in and a t-shirt and you will be also getting a ticket for there will be raffles so as part of your registration you will also get a a raffle ticket free of charge with your with not. i mean it comes with your your chart with your fee for the event to you know for any of the raffles you may want then of course there will be tickets available for, to be sold for that and um we're having jack martin who will be um doing his djing will be he which he's always a lot of fun he's done the last um employee recognition he's doing this year's uh, he's great and he's coming to know hospice really well now we have a, a magician we have a face painter and we also have heart to art judy ushock's um nonprofit, is going to be a, doing a community mural so we will have a big and this is near and dear to diane's heart, since diane's a painter but it'll be a big canvas and everyone who's there can make their little mark with the assistance of one of the artists they bring everything and you can put whatever you want and they're going to do it in the shape of a heart and then we hope to have it hung then in one, one of the facilities at hospice and mm-hmm. you know every if we could do it yearly it we'd be kind of need mm-hmm. to look back and just to see what that is so that'll be there interactively and then we have chili willy who's who's um donnie martin who has helped hospice all the time will have his ice cream truck available for everyone to have an ice cream as part of your entrance your uh, entrance fee and also um the As we said, the, um, the Mansour's will be providing, which Carolyn, as we were talked about before, Carolyn uh, and Mike are um, sponsors of the event, and they will be providing the breakfast and lunch for everybody. So it's going to be very nice, nice little healthy breakfast. and Then you're going to get, Lynn, a hot dog a bag of chips and you're all that in a bag of chips and a chocolate chip cookie so after you do your walking around <laughs> so it's going to be very lighthearted mm. the balloon release as Diane said the prayer service first it should start about 9:15 with people walking and it's very leisurely because we hope to create a non rushed um, very focused peaceful way of just being together and remembering and talking to other people whether you've lost someone you know recently or mm-hmm. 20 years ago if you want to come and honor them please do and it all goes back to hospice of the sacred heart and all of their education and all of the things that go on to keep this nonprofit where it is because diane it's it's a lot of money and a lot of
3: work getting this where it is today. Well, it is, and um, as I said, thirteen years ago or fourteen years ago, now um, we had always thought it was going to be a small little hospice serving maybe twenty-five people mm-hmm. in Wilkesbury and it's not that anymore. No. So it's, um, but you know, truly in terms of operations, this is a wonderful event. You mentioned a couple of the sponsors, uh, and knowing Laurie um, as I do, she was able to really do some wonderful work for us in a, um, acquiring sponsors. Our presenting sponsor, Andrew Brown's mm-hmm. um, Mike and. Robbie Brown have been so incredibly generous for that. Happy to have the Browns family, Hospice to the Sacred Heart, and, and me personally, I've worked with him for nearly 30 years, and it's been remarkable. Certainly Dr. Bucci, you know, yep. the founder of Hospice of the Sacred Heart is another big sponsor. The agency, the Realty Group, um, a huge sponsor, as well as People's Security, Community Bank, help me laurie i don't uh, want we, to well Bunny. we have
2: th- those are the the three CHS, and then right, we the have point. um michael a barbetti right then we have chs the mm. um ambulance ambulance we have um the um, community bank na mm-hmm. we have one source we have howell benefits. Howell, mm-hmm. howell benefits and we have mary lou kidd who is mm-hmm. wh- she runs the bereavement program right. she's, Diane, a, she's one of the
3: founding mothers of hospice of the sacred heart there. Uh, you know she was the she was the third employee Yes. Yeah, you know. so in
2: yeah. honor of her son brooke who passed away several months ago yeah. she is also a sponsor mm-hmm. in his memory which mm-hmm. is lovely that it that is. she did that and so we're we're and and then of course we have DSA who does say, wonderful work for us, and Hospice roles. and um, mm, uh, Lamar Advertising mm-hmm. and Mansour's right. who are in as our sponsor because again providing the food and then some for this great walk for us. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we it, it and and in full disclosure, I I actually am contracted uh, with Hospice of the Sacred Heart. Happy to have I, I just love the work, I love the people, and it's been it's been working out, hasn't it, Diane? So if I, so around, if I get around if I get around tapeling, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? But anyway, no, but
0: it's you been this it is, is really
2: the very first being a five oh one C three. Right. This is really the biggest endeavor now from a fundraising standpoint ever. that they've ever done first, and really it's huge i mean it's we are thrilled we had no idea what the numbers would be right. diane said i want 200 people and she's like and everyone looked at her like are you because when it's a first you just yes, never know right. you have nothing to go on right, right. you know so it's that leap of faith so right. to speak you see what happens and where it goes and to be in this position because we, we looked at other firsts this year, like the right. Bob McGough walk. And sure. God bless, God, I love that man. But he, they had their, their first walk. And they said in the paper, they were hoping for 75 people. Right. They got 331 people to right. come that for that walk. Wow. So, w- w- there, and that was a race type thing. But but yes. the point is, you just don't know. So yeah. to be pre-registered at 225, 10 days before, knowing you can do it the day of, we are we are thrilled. Because in Diane's mind, she was always saying. If we could get that 200, that would be fabulous. It would look, look good. It would be, you know, a great thing for us. And we're over that. Now, pre-registered, we're thrilled. No, we just have the,
3: the wedding jitters, you know, the, the two days yeah. before are going to yeah. be the worst. Diane said, yeah. Don't,
2: it's like a wedding. <laughs> it's always crazy then. And I would say at these meetings, guys, it's it's Scranton. Everybody is last minute. It's going to hit after the holiday because the summer is still here. And that's exactly it. Just, mm-hmm. And then, of course, we saturated the marketplace with the PR, right. which mm-hmm. Simrel has done. Dan Simrel and oh, Randy uh, Williams been, have right. done a wonderful job. We're also having the event videotaped so vi- we'll have a videographer actually jared from dance Sermel is going to do that work so photography will be done it's documented and archived and it's going to be a great a great thing so we are we couldn't be happier
3: well it goes to the old margaret mead saying you know there's a small group of people can do great things uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. and and it's always seems to be the same group of people but boy can they move mountains they really can and so we're so excited about it and uh, admittedly anxious and a little yes. nervous yeah. you know but well, um, and so many thanks to not only the sponsors, but for everybody who signed up to date. Yes. So there's some connection somewhere. We may not know what it is just now, but we're really looking forward yeah. to it. I
2: heard so many people who have said to me, I used to go, just recently someone told me, and I, I can't remember who it was, they said that you uh, hospice had taken care of their loved one and they had continued to go to the memorial prayers, services. to the memorial, the memorial uh-huh. services every single tw- when they sure. were invited just because it brought back that it helps, piece, that yeah, yeah. right so and they, they just freely said that and i said oh i had no idea and they said oh yeah that was like 10 years ago and i'm like wow so mm-hmm. the connection is there lynn you know because you've spoken about sure. it your own personal mm-hmm. experience with uncle, uncle tom, tom recently yeah. you know how you felt it's a, it's when as i said today with brian the, the, the at people at their most vulnerable, vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. and 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 the caregivers are there to help true. Yeah.
1: it was a fabulous um The whole, I I don't even know, it's not a system because that makes it too clinical. Mm -hmm. But it was um, an experience that made me feel and other members of my family very comforted by the fact that we could walk out of there and know that he was taken yeah. care of and not just taken care of but loved really and respected taken, yes
2: right yeah. really so care that's going to happen again we're running out of time believe it or not so we're going to say october 1st you can show up please you can go online to hospicesacredheart.org www R- register that way it'll guide you through it or otherwise show up that morning starts at 8 30 come and join us we'd love to have you and we will talk. Talk to you again, everybody. Please, Diane. Thanks for being here. Thank you. For Have a wonderful me. weekend, everybody. Be safe and be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.